0: podcast that celebrates all things nerdy, nostalgic, and most importantly, my favorite medium, video games. This week, we got Paul Holiday on the podcast. Paul, how's it going?
1: Yeah, it's going all right. Glad to be on the show.
0: Yeah, another in-studio guest. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, no, you it, mean. It's funny, man. Now that COVID's over, I mean, unless I'm doing them in Canada, I like to have people over, so we got our coffee here. You got this, like, shitty MacBook from 2009. Shout out to Josh Custodio, by the way. He just gave me this for free. You know, he said... As long as you start a podcast with it, you can have it.
1: Oh, well, that's like a medium to go on, in, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like your, uh, your inspiration to continue the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, so I'm glad to have you here. I know you through, I feel like you're a buddy. I know you because you're friends with comedians. I knew I didn't know you were a comedian until one day you we were just on the bill, sort of. And it's frustrating because you're one of these guys who will just not do it forever. And then when you come back, you're like, good at it which like my principle is almost like that shouldn't work and so it it bugs me but i'm like i mean i booked you on my show this tuesday because i've seen you do nothing but well so yeah do you consider yourself a comic or what do you i do consider myself a comic now but Mm. you know originally i was an
1: actor so you know i am used to being that like friend just in the corner in the background so i think we sort of know each other through carl porter Right, sort of, like, another person who's sort of, like, you know, he's like a comedy actor, like, very physical on stage and everything. I think that's where he comes at it from. So, yeah. I mean, I remember in uni, uh, everyone thought that I was on the comedy course, but I just wasn't. I was just an actor, and that was kind of, like, maybe what destroyed my career in acting. Yeah, yeah, there's such a thing. Was Carl in the university course? Yeah, Carl was. um, Actually... (laughs) <laughs> the funny, the way that I actually met Carl was again, like me and you through other friends and um, he threw this party mm. like on the 7th floor, so like two floors above me and it all got closed down and security <laughs> were like chasing him and then we were sort of like stuck in a lift and he was just like, hey I don't really know you but can I just like hide in your room for a bit until it all dies down Oh man. and then there was just this like awkward moment with me and Carl just like in, in my kitchen just like or do you want to brew? Like
0: Just <laughs> just like talking and yeah, and then I guess chain reaction uh, and yeah. meet Jordan. And one thing leads to another. I, I want to have Carl on the podcast, but he, he's like, can we talk Medal of Honor? And I'm like, no, do you have anything else? And he's like, no, that's the only game <laughs> that I think he like passionately loved in his life. And I just haven't played it. So maybe if I can get a copy of Medal of Honor, you'll hear him on here in a few months. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't mean that in an insulting way, by the way. I just know you do a bunch of other shit other than yeah. comedy. Like, that's not your main gaff. No, all yeah, the time. No, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Mm, but, like, so you act too, right? Is that...
1: I, I like to call it acting. I mm. mean, you know, I guess it's subjective, but, yeah, I, I act as well. Like, I have an agent and, you know... I'll oh, do, shit. I'll do self-tapes and things like that here and there. So it's sort of like, I guess, when you're quite an anxious person, it's quite hard to, like, you know schedule it all around you know there's just constant notes all over my like cupboard (laughs) just saying
0: just do this now don't ask any questions just do it yeah (laughs) i dude i am ripe to be picked by an agent right now because i'm still in that level where everything's so enchanting that the idea (laughs) of having a comedy agent is so incredible that i would just i would sign a contract without reading it and then know like find out i'm like in one of those michael jordan contracts (laughs) where it's like they get most of the money not that I'm saying I'm Michael Jordan, but like I, the idea of having an agent to me has always been linked with just success. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes it can it can be quite trouble to have an agent because obviously you've got to deliver for them and things mm-hmm. like that. But I'd say you know I know a lot of people that have just done well without agents, and then mm-hmm. at the right time, you know, just gone out and got one. You know, have that body of work. But
0: well, that's the thing too. I mean, agents are sort of like comics, especially in in the sense of like. You can do it through an agency or whatever, but a lot of people just start their own shit. And then it's really up to, is that individual honorable or, like, decent or good at what they do at all? Because, like any, like many comedians, you know, a lot of them are really delusional and think they're great, and they're not. (laughs) And I know agents sort of do the same thing, where it's like, yeah, you're getting them booked six times a week, but it's, like, on opposite ends of the country for no money, so. (laughs) Like, you could have done that without an agent, like you were saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. um But yeah, let's get into your video game history. But I'll start with your age, because that like it's a big factor in in what games you were playing. But how yeah. old are you?
1: I am twenty nine. Oh know. shit! I mean, it's kind of weird because I don't know about you, but do you like always subtract two years
0: because of the pandemic? uh I, <laughs> I do when it uh, when people ask how long I've been doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Cause with comedy, it's weird. The bad comics think that the longer you do it is a good thing. Yeah. Whereas the good ones are like you downplay it because <laughs> yeah, you're like I yeah. should be further ahead by now if I was any good. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm still three three months in. I'm <laughs> yeah. comedy.
0: But when I say that, it's I'm technically six years, but that year of not going on stage to me doesn't count. So I'll be yeah. like six technically. Did, five. um
1: Did you do any of the um
0: the Zoom Ugh. like ones, the Zoom? Once. No man, <laughs> I I couldn't imagine. And God bless if anyone found that like. To me, that's like methadone, and we're all fucking addicts, you know? So I'm not... I'd never look down on anyone. It reminds me of a show once. I went to a show, uh, Giggle Gang. I was like, should I name it? Fuck it. It was Maddie Shaw's show. He doesn't look Yeah, anywhere. yeah.
1: I, I remember. I remember Shout
0: out, Maddie, I do love him. But it was one of those ones where literally zero audience showed up. Fuck. Like, not even a single person. And it was one of those moments of like, well, should we do the show? And, and it made me realize, like, oh, this really, truly is for us. And it's, like, narcissism. And I think Maddie did it to, like, because he's probably getting a budget. So he's like, well, we yeah. did perform.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's, like, my worst nightmare. But I guess I'm always taught just do the show regardless. So, like, even if there's just your family in the audience, it's like, well, you know, screw it. Just do it anyway.
0: Well, even if just the family, cool. Like, or one person. But to me, if no people show up, then that is the definition of a fail. Like, that is, even if it's a zero-stakes open mic, like, if no one shows up, then it's a failure. And it's like, this isn't a show anymore. Or we could have just hung out. I don't know why we weren't just, like well, fuck it, let's just all have a beer and chat. <laughs> well, yeah, over Zoom, yeah. Uh, but wait, we've strayed way off course there. So 29, uh, have you been playing games your whole life? Do you remember your first uh, system or anything like that? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, to be honest, I remember I grew up on, um, you know, GTA. So like GTA 1 and 2, but like I wasn't allowed to play them because, you know, I wasn't old enough. But Same like, deal. But you were still like really like intrigued to it. Just like this the best game ever when really it was just like a 2D sort of man just like shooting. Shooting things and, <laughs> and like you know, robbing an ambulance and all that. But yeah, that was probably like the first game like I massively you know wanted to play. But then there were also things like uh, you know like Pokemon Snap, which just should not work as a game, but just <laughs> was totally just the game that everyone wanted to play. I don't know about you.
0: Dude, that was, that was a weird one, because it was in that phase where Pokemon could just print money. You could, yeah. you could put Pikachu on fucking anything, and it would sell. Yeah. And so that's what this game from looks like from the outside, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is dog shit that they've just thrown together <laughs> for the sake of making a quick buck. And then you play it, and it's actually, like, a pretty great game. It's fucking great. (laughs) I mean, like,
1: I play the new one now on on the Switch. Oh, cool. But it's, like, it's actually just... It's not, like, amazing, but it's weirdly, like, soothing. So, you Mm -hmm. know, someone who's got, like, high anxiety, you know, at the end of the day, you just want to chill and just, like, play a new map. It's, like, actually just really relaxing.
0: It looks like a podcast game to me, which is, like... (laughs) one to play while you're listening to a podcast. You yeah, know what I mean?
1: I'd say so, yeah. It's yeah.
0: weird. I was saying this to my friend the other day. There's games where, like, I would never just play it on its own. Yeah. Because it would be not engaging enough. But then yeah. I also would never just sit and listen to a podcast and stare at a wall. <laughs> so I'm like, when you mix those two things, it's sort of like the perfect... Yeah, um, I get what you mean. Like a Stardew Valley is a great example or something like that. Oh, uh, I've
1: not played Stardew Valley, but there oh. are good things about it's,
0: it. Yeah, it's aces. you got to be into a farm simulation game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Which, funny because I've heard it described as the perfect game. I'm like, you know, there's tons of people who just aren't into that at yeah, all. Yeah, you know
1: what? I always see, like, fucking farm simulation games advertise, mm-hmm. and like isn't there like a game now where you can be a shark and just like kill people like, <laughs> i'm that. sure that's like a game now but...
0: i saw this one i almost bought on the switch just because it was cheap and interesting called like graveyard keeper and you're like the guy who manages and creates the graveyard <laughs> and shit like that and i think like if you it's all how you like manage the graves and like certain ghosts <laughs> yeah. and shit will come out the... but it looked pretty wild. I don't know. By the way, am
1: I allowed to swear on this? I just, you know, I'm oh, scouts. Yeah. I'm scouts and just sometimes it's like, you know, at the end of anything we say, you know, is a swear word here and there. I think no. that might
0: just be a northern thing, but... No, my girlfriend Lulu says I swear way too much on this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think it's just because there's a microphone. I'm like, I don't know if i normally do in conversation, but yeah. it's just the spice of conversation. Uh, keeping it spicy, you know. Um, So you started with, I guess... It would be N sixty four PlayStation. Do you remember which one you owned in the house first? Or? Um, my brother
1: owned the PS1. No, actually, he owned a Sega and right. you know, we were obsessed with
0: Sonic and games like that. But Classic classic UK. Yeah, you yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Dude, I didn't realise until I moved here, like fuck, the Sega is just kept afloat by the uk it probably wouldn't have been like there wouldn't have been a dreamcast without the uk (laughs) well they've got
1: nq64 now don't they like that Mm -hmm. club that's just basically arcade games it's basically just sega and cocktails but first um my first console was probably actually the game boy color Right. Like my brother owned a PS1, so we'd play games like Driver 2 and, and things like that. Is it an uh, older brother? Yeah, older brother, yeah.
0: So was it the sort of situation, like, if he had a one-player game, you just weren't getting on that fucking <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, pretty
1: much. We were just, like, watching and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it was, I was the oldest one, too, so it was <laughs> Oh, right. Like, if I have a JRPG, they just don't get to play while I'm awake. But Like, the thing is, with um, with my Game Boy Color, you know,
1: I asked for a red version, My mum and dad got me a pink version. So I was like (laughs) this
0: 11-year-old nerdy kid just going around with a pink Game Boy and, you know... (laughs) At at the point in life where being called gay is, like, a (laughs) a, at the chief, like, worries. Exactly. Uh, And you'd think they'd be able to know that it was a pink one because
1: my first game was Pokemon Red. Mm. So, you know, you can clearly see (laughs) that it's definitely not red. The contrast. Oh, my God. I mean, I think that that was, like... I don't know if you played like the Pokemon games but that mm. for me was like peak game game time you know like everyone you know that's all you talked about like on the on the uh, playground and things like that just Pokemon red and yellow
0: Yeah you know, we that, you know? we've reviewed a uh, silver and blue on this one and I agree, I mean, but it wasn't even, like, a video game thing at that point. Like, all it was was Pokemon. Pokemon <laughs> yeah. everything. But, um, so yeah, it's crazy, because I never view the the actual handhelds as systems, but... Yeah. I did have a Game Boy Color for, like, years and years and years. Yeah. And then, growing up, was there any uh, predilection for Xbox, PlayStation, them um, all. yeah, I mean... My brother started
1: off with an Xbox. Like we, you know, we played like games like Obi-Wan and things mm. kind of like a random like spin-off <laughs> game and we just like we couldn't even like it was so hard that we just like skipped. We found like cheat codes to just skip towards the end because you got to like do this arena thing and you just wanted to play as Mace Window because you know, a fucking guy with a fucking purple lightsaber. I mean, That's it. And it, it was um, huge. Yeah, but I'd say probably probably PS2, PS3. That's when we trailed off.
0: Um, oh trailed off I yeah, thought you were going to yeah. say that's when it picked up that,
1: well trailed off away from Xbox I mean but oh, that's...
0: yeah. and then definitely just
1: Playstation from there
0: yeah because PS2 is really one of those cut above systems like there's just something about it and the Xbox was good so it's almost like Sony was like well we got to fucking punch back you know and <laughs> yeah. I don't think Xbox uh, 360 is pretty good too though that's just a good generation for systems but you know what probably it probably is
1: like just as good is the PS5 or PS4. It's just that, you know, the marketing's better, I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into marketing here, Jordan. I mean, I know that's not <laughs> what it's about, but...
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't have any of the new systems right now other than the Switch, but I'll be a Nintendo boy for life Yeah. no matter yeah. how many times they fuck me with their Joy-Cons <laughs> or their expensive second-rate <laughs> games. It's weird. Anyway, I didn't come here to shit on Nintendo. I came here to talk about The Sims, and I feel like we've done some good banter here, so why don't we get into it? Yeah. All right, Paul Holiday, this is the game of your life. Sims. I didn't know what we should do because the one I played the most was Sims 2, but then the one I played most recently, I bought Sims 4, Overlocked, yeah. and then Sims 1 was really how can you really talk about it, but the one to start at all. Sims 3, I don't remember, or have <laughs> in my think head. About- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so I figured, like, we'll, we'll sort of start with Sims 1 because that has all the sheds in it, but, like, that's yeah, around. You have memories of Sims 2, Sims 4, like, sword covering all of series. Sims 1, and none of it is What was your thoughts when you saw this game? The Simps? Yeah.
1: Um, I remember the way that I actually got into it was I used to go around to my mate's mother's house and she was like she was like massively into Simps. So she basically set us up.
0: people like virtual tours because if let's say you're on the other side of america or whatever yeah you could look at this game and this is the year two fucking thousand like there's not a ton of technology for that kind of stuff no and so yeah i thought shit like that's incredible but hearing your mom is using it as like life coaching well crazy
1: my friend's mom i don't think my mom knew that was how i was learning life (laughs) yeah well that that's actually sort of fucked up then yeah (laughs) wow yeah
0: and then you're like, your character burns to death and she's like, that's life, Paul. Sometimes you got to learn to cook before you try cook.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it's about learning life, isn't it? But it's actually like playing God. And, mm-hmm. you know, I always think, you know, they always go on about how people shouldn't be playing God people definitely shouldn't be playing Sims because, you know, you get to, like, day five and you're like, that's it, I'm bored. I'm just going to put someone in a room, yeah. take the door away and just watch them burn and it's like, yeah. it
0: brings out a different side. No kidding. Well, and it's it's weird because, like, it, it's, it's not a life simulator because there's no stakes at all. It's like, and when people say, like, video games are bad for kids' mental health, it's like, most people wouldn't burn people alive if given the <laughs> shot, but it's fun to do... Especially when this was the game, as far as I know, is the first of its kind. Like, I'm sure there were shots at games like this beforehand, but, yeah. I mean, this one was obviously the biggest mainstream hit. And so, yeah, you're going to try everything. You're going to, like, push the expectations and burn the characters to death or remove the fucking ladder <laughs> yeah. from the swimming pool. Yeah. But, I mean, I you also could sort of take it serious. Like, I'm, I'm sure players have had games going, like, since 2000. Yeah, I
1: mean, actually, you know... I have started a family on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I mean I know we're sort of going into like sims 2 but you know when they brought out university i mean that's when i started taking education you know mm. like seriously you know but <laughs> in real life <laughs> yeah in real life wow but it was like stressful because you know you i mean you always wanted your character to like be you know level 10 on from fitness because you know it was something you can't do in real life mm. but um you know you'd have to then start balancing stuff out like shit i've got i've got a maths exam in about like 10 minutes and stuff you're like
0: jesus you know mm university is hard <laughs> yeah no kidding uh did you play any other simulation type games before this because like i what's the company max has said like sim cities and stuff like that um it's also I, like roller coaster tycoon
1: oh yeah i played roller coaster tycoon mm. yeah i loved roller coaster tycoon mm. i like that is one of the games that i grew up with i don't know about you but like, same number one definitely my
0: favorite mm, also my favorite pinball machine <laughs> i had it at the bar i worked at it was fucking oh, really? awesome yeah yeah like all the sounds and stuff but oh, nice i'd played sim city for the super nintendo the the nintendo release one with the guy with the green hair and just fascinated by it it's fucking awesome oh, crap.
1: I, no i don't i think i must have totally blacked out on that like what mm. was
0: that uh it was a super nintendo 94 release but it's weird yeah. i always talk about age in these things but yeah. you probably just missed it because of those two years you know what i mean <laughs> probably it's yeah. literally like yeah it's weird how that works but no, so when I saw this game, I was, like, enamored by it. And I had never played games on the computer at this point. Yeah. Um, the computers, I mean, my mom was really sort of ahead of the curve with computers, so we had, yeah. like, a decent one. But I just never looked at it as, like, a viable gaming machine, almost. I'm like, why would I need that when I have a fucking yeah, Nintendo? Yeah, no, because all you ever did, like, on the computer was just go on
1: paint. Mm-hmm. And just, like, paint absolute, like, probably stuff that your mum and dad are like, you know what, I'm really worried about Paul here. Like, that was all I ever used... The computer for just paint. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cheapest thing on there kept me entertained. But I do know what you mean, yeah. And, like, would never play it for for games. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I also saw, like... Like, in my head, I knew there were computer games. Like, yeah. um, Oregon Trail, everyone played at my school. Yeah. But I also, like, it was the thing they forced you to work on at school. So it was, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it looked to me like an implement of work. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Nintendo or Super Nintendo was just purely, like, a pure gaming console yeah um but when i saw this i it sort of flicked a switch in my head and i was like i really have to try this game and i don't know what that is that like fascination or that like strong desire to have to play it but i feel like a lot of people can resonate with that that like pull to try make a sim and play this game yeah if, if you've never seen it before yeah. um but so let's actually get into it a bit with the start with the basics Apparently the owner, or not, the creator had um, been told that this was meant to be like a take on, or no, he wasn't told, people sort of take took their own take, so this is a take on consumerism in America, uh, yeah. and things like that, and the creator of this game flatly put, denied that. Right. He was like, we needed to make a generic, basic culture, because this game's coming out in multiple countries, over 14 different languages, like, we, we just made it sort of palatable and digestible yeah. and something you could... Rec- like, you're from the UK, and this is clearly, like, sort of American 70s sitcom, yeah. like, look. But you knew what it was. You knew what it yeah. was meant to be. Um, so I think he, they sort of nailed it for that. It, it is, like... I think the themes are perfect. I think, like, it looks really cool. Yeah. And the music sort of matches that, too. Yeah, <laughs> That, yeah. like, happy 70s. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you start by creating your sim. I mean... At this point, the details have blown me away. I don't even think had wrestling games like being out at this point. I'm trying to think of like that level of customization was um, even like in the... my reality at that point. They might have, but it might be.
1: Could you always customize on all wrestling games though? Because it might have been like the early wrestling games where it was like, well, I know they came out on Sega and things. like No, that you're right. Then.
0: You're right. Even in No Mercy, I think you could change people's outfits, but yeah. you couldn't really make create a wrestler. Yeah. Like this was like okay, we've got however many different hairstyles, however many different shirts and pants, and it felt huge. And i got to say, too, uh, the graphics were, like, for the year 2000, I think they weirdly hold up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they were huge. I don't know if that's just something to do with computer graphics. that sort of, like, stand the test of time better than other consoles, but it looked really cool, and, yeah, just the amount of customization was crazy. Not just with how they look, but that you can make a personality for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wrote the things that it was in Sims 1, you had neat, outgoing, active, playful or nice yeah. and only a certain amount of points to put in them, which yeah. I thought was funny because they're all positive things. So basically yeah. you're like, you're, it's not like you're choosing unkind or unknit, <laughs> but you sort of are if you don't put any points in that. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: I know it's sort of um, going away from it, but it always reminded me, do you ever watch uh, Malcolm in the Middle?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: and do you remember that episode where Malcolm just makes the whole family, and he makes him, like, amazing on all the stats, <laughs> and everyone else is, like, terrible? But then he, his life is just absolutely the worst. Like, Reese is a millionaire and all that. That's what I found. Like, right. Like, with those stats, they always screwed you over in the end.
0: It, it happens in The Office, too. Like, uh, Jim is playing, like, Second Life or whatever. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I always wondered if Second Life is actually a game. Or if like they knew they couldn't get the legal rights to The Sims, yeah, which were very active properties during all these times, and so they just made basically like a Sim knockoff for the TV shows. Yeah, because I feel like I heard Second Life in a couple different things.
1: Yeah, I reckon it probably will be like some niche. I'm gonna have to like research it after. Like this a full, to, just like, a full I'm knockoff. Go, I'm gonna try and play it.
0: If Second Life does exist, they completely ripped <laughs> off The Sims. Like yeah. that would be wild. They got away with that um yeah so like even the details like star signs shit like that i've written down it was pretty cool uh then when you pick you have your character you're created you're sort of shown this big neighborhood you can go into a pre-existing house or you can build your own yeah and sort of did did you have a what way would you go with that oh like
1: yeah i'd always like build my own house but that was disastrous because i'd never actually like paint the walls Mm. (laughs) because i'd always because when you build your house you can like minimize all the walls so that makes you just forget to paint them and stuff Mm. but i'd always like use a a cheat code (laughs) because that was when cheat codes were sort of coming out i guess so you know i just build like a massive huge rooms get like eight people in there and things like that so yeah i'd always i'd always do that and then there was always like that mansion that was like the gold property yeah i was like you know build my first house dead cheap or something like that and then build my way up and then move into the main one because it's like you know I oh, don't know. You could be in a rough-ass neighborhood or you could get the mansion at the end of the day,
0: couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, for me, I, I found it really difficult to build a house, especially, like, this was, like, 12-year-old brain, probably. <laughs> I think I played it a couple of years after. And so, like, even structurally, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, you'd forget rooms or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, um, I think I'd always, like... <laughs> I'd always cut, like, just ridiculous corners. Like, <laughs> put the toilet next to the fridge and be like, you know what, don't have... We don't have the money for another wall. And it just like,
0: no, Paul, this is just, this yeah. is, I mean, people are going to die. <laughs> and it's weird. The game wasn't totally on top of that. Like no one would, I don't think anyone would have been disgusted if you were <laughs> no. to shit next to the fridge. No. Whereas like in a modern game, you should like have social constructs <laughs> and stuff of like what's acceptable or not. Definitely. But yeah, so I just found it really difficult. And I also, from a narrative standpoint, kind of like, I'm going to take the cheapest house as a, yeah. as a single dude, I'm going to work my way up and, like, actually, like, be part of this neighborhood. Yeah. And then with that end fucking mansion there was, yeah. like, the carrot on the stick. Yeah. yeah. And... Because this game, it's a sandbox game. There's no real goals put out in front of you.
1: Yeah. I guess, like, was it... It probably was, like, the first sandbox game, wasn't it? Like, is that where... It's among them.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know for sure. Because whenever we, I say something like that, some guy's like, actually, in 86, <laughs> the... Yeah. These developers put out some game no one ever fucking played. Yeah. But, again, in speaking in generalities, it's one of the first, for sure. Um, and the only real goal was, like, keep your sim happy. You had a bunch of needs, like your hygiene, your comfort, your yeah. s- sleep meter, your hunger. And so you want to balance that, keep them happy, and not die. And outside <laughs> of that, it's like, the, the world's your oyster. Like, Although it was always sort of implied that you want to work your way up in your job. Because you... you so I'll get into it. When you put your sim in the house, you're all there. It's literally like you just moved into a city, yeah. and then you have to establish your life. So you fill the house with furniture, yeah. depending on the budget that you have. And the furniture is an important part of the game, because it te- it's like a shitty chair will only give you two comfort, but like a really expensive chair will give you like eight comfort or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and things like that. So the furniture you buy actually like dictates the amount of skills you can use. Yeah. Like you need a bookshelf to learn certain yeah. things. And, like, if you want to have fun, you need to give shit that your son would find fun. Yeah. And it's weird. You can see why people thought it was, like, this slant towards capitalism or whatever, like, or a, a statement or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, this is fucking real life, man. Like, if you're moving to a new city, you only have a certain amount of money. You can only afford a certain level of things. Like, Yeah. that's how the world works. This is meant to be a life simulator.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely true. Yeah. I, like, I remember, like, um, you know, didn't they have, like, a robot like right at the end that you could just buy and it'd do all your chores for mm-hmm. you and things like that yeah like, like the, the Jetsons
0: <laughs> you can get the Jetsons robot to like yeah and that's what I love about this game though is they it because it it's reality but it can be like this fucking distorted reality too <laughs> yeah. it doesn't forget that it's also a video game yeah so there's some wacky shit that can happen like your interactions with people can be pretty crazy
1: yeah like I think you know when I discovered the robot and like you know the cheats you know, as 11-year-old Paul would do, I would always end up getting tired and just building a massive room with about 30 robots and just pretend I was some kind of supervillain, like, in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. Uh, as far as, like, a game to play, I found the only real challenging part, you almost put too many things on your plate and then trying to balance your needs with, like, balancing going to work and shit. There'd, yeah. there'd be times where like your comforts dirt low and your funds dirt low but then you have a shift coming up yeah and you're like, oh, he's gonna go to work and come back super depressed and there's not much I can do about it. Well, it's like it's like you know you're a
1: real person, but you're also you also have like the lifespan of a goldfish like, it's like <laughs> yeah. 30 days like you think that you're stressed about growing up now in the Sims. Fifteen days later, you're like you've got like gray hair and things mm. like that. Like you live for forty days, so yeah, your wife yeah. gets
0: pregnant like a day later. <laughs> yeah. The baby's there. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, let's jump in. so that's sort of the basics of the game. I, yeah. Anything I missed as far as like what how it works? Like you can't you can't leave your house in the first Sims. That oh it, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. No, so the only way you'd interact with people is when they happen to walk by your house. Yeah. All right. I think you could get like. Oh, you could get, you know, there were things like you could get
1: burgled and things like that if you were out of the house. and. Mm,
0: that's why, there's a level of realism that this game puts in where, like, if you have smoke detectors and you start a fire, the firemen will oh, come yeah. and fix it for you. Oh, yeah. But if you forget to put a smoke detector in, the fire will just, like, rage and kill your people. <laughs> yeah, parent. that
1: was really clever, actually. I didn't really, like, mm. uh, click onto that. But...
0: Same with a security detector when the robber comes. Yeah. If you don't put that there, you'll just get robbed.
1: yeah yeah and the neighbors always like call around on your first day and mm-hmm. you never you never answer the door to them just you <laughs> just wait until they go so it kind of is like real life in a way like you just never answer the door to the neighbors
0: they're the peskiest neighbors ever though like <laughs> yeah. they will stay there like eight hours yeah just ringing the doorbell yeah um but yeah so that that's pretty much all the basics i can think of we'll get into the sim life Uh, What it's like as a sim. That's what everyone's called, by the way. All these people are called sims, like, in the lore of the game. They speak simlish, which I found out it's, like, a purposely untranslatable, like, gibberish that they wanted to do. Because, obviously, at this time, they weren't going to put in voiceovers. And at the same time, like I mentioned, there's, like, 14 different languages in this that, like, this is going out to.
1: I know that wasn't, didn't they sort of base it off? swiss or something i'm sure i read that somewhere but it was like swiss backwards or something i'd never heard i don't i mean don't (laughs) take that for my you know for fact
0: you know
1: (laughs) i don't know i'll I'll have a look after
0: that just sounds like one of those things that you get told in high school and you just believe it forever wikipedia yeah (laughs) but uh no and i think it's smart because if they let's say they did add in uh, a dozen phrases or whatever that the sims would say those would get really repetitive and fast whereas with this mumbling thing it's almost sort of funny it's sort of like you know charming in a way (laughs) yeah yeah Um, so i think it was a smart choice uh they all earned simoleons which is pretty fucking hilarious they call the coins that yeah
1: yeah i remember that like because it's just like right in the bottom man corner isn't it but Mm -hmm. they just made their own money like monopoly money or something
0: but isn't simoleons isn't that like like an italian phrase for money or something like that like Oh, I don't know wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me if it is actually like an actual money now you know
1: like Jedi is mm. like an actual religion it's just you know it's <laughs> like one of them
0: right Um. yeah so yeah you get the simoleons and that is sort of the most important thing in the game is your money. It's, yeah. it's like, I don't think you're paying rent ever, but it is like, like I said, without furniture, you can't develop your sim. Yeah. Skill-wise, you can't get promotions and jobs. Yeah. It's, and it's, like I said, depressingly enough, sort of true to real life. It's like... I mean, there's no, like, benefits that you can just, like, stay on,
1: is there? Like, in, in The Sims, that like, you can't just be <laughs> someone who lives off benefits. Like, it is a really... Like, when you think about it, like, you have to go to work on it. Like, it's actually quite tough at times.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a hardline sort of capitalist society, unfortunately. Um, But, yeah, where was I going to go from there? I was going into all the real-life details that I just thought were impressive. We coupled a lot of them there. The pregnancy is pretty crazy. And I remember the first time I I realized you got mail, and I was like, what the fuck? And then you had bills. Yeah. And as, like, a young kid, I was like, what? Like, (laughs) what is
1: you'd miss them out and then you'd get all these red letters and things like that because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know I have bills to pay.
0: Yeah, they'd turn your lights off. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. it was hilarious. Like, and that's what I mean. It's, <laughs> that's why money is sort of the chief thing in this game. It's like, could it'll just, fuck your life up the same I, way it would in real life.
1: I could just imagine you like at, at your computer, <laughs> your mum walking in going, how are you doing, Jordan? Oh, they turn my lights off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bailiffs are coming around. Mm. Uh, but Sims 2, I want to say, it had a lot more storyline structure. Like, it actually had a sort story mode. Yeah. And it was sort of more the narrative that I laid out that I sort of did myself in Sims 1. It does for you. like Yeah. It's, it has pre-made houses that you'll start in. Yeah. And then as you work your way up. And I like, because it wasn't just get promoted and then you'll go to the new house. It was like, it made you develop as a character. And it, you have to make, like, four friends and then invite them to a party. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was... Um... <laughs> It was very, like, there was just more stuff to do, wasn't there? Like, in general, it was kind of like the first Sims was like a tester, and then people were like, oh, why don't you put this in it, that in it, and then they sort of like listened to you a bit. I mean, yeah, I did that. Like, you know, I'm
0: not sad (laughs) forums. (laughs) Yeah, but it is, you're completely right. It's like, well, we have this perfect thing. I mean, the first was such a smash hit, it was ridiculously big. And so now it's like, well, we've got this perfect sort of ground level. All we can do is go up from there. Yeah. And I remember the graphics even in The Sims 2. Like like I said, The Sims 1 wasn't embarrassing by today's standard, but The Sims yeah. 2 was, like, good. It looked smooth. Yeah, it was, like,
1: almost 3D, wasn't it? Like, mm. well, not quite 3D, but... Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, it just looked a lot better. And even, like, I got Sims 4, and it's, like, not worlds better than Sims 2. Like, they sort of peaked with Sims 2 graphics. Yeah,
1: no, I feel like they've just, they've just gone backwards with Sims 4. But mm. then again... <laughs> I think everyone, like, apparently everyone's, like, sort of really pissed off with Sims 4, like. Oh, really? Because I, to be honest, Sims 4 fans are very much, like, Star Wars fans. So it's kind of, like, ironic that they got really pissed off when they brought in a Star Wars expansion, because apparently it was terrible. The oh. only reason I know this is because it was lockdown, so <laughs> and like they had eighty five percent off Sims SimsForce was like, Well, I'm gonna get that and then I just started reading reviews and there were just all this hate mail, just like, oh, you've sold out. So mm. I think like as we were saying, the the first one wasn't about capitalism. Maybe the fourth one, like, definitely was about <laughs> capitalism.
0: Well, I mean, the game itself might not have been, but with the amount of expansions, I, I quickly wrote them down here. So this is for The Sims 1 alone. These are the expansions that yeah. came out. We had Live in Large, Vacation, Making Magic, Unleashed, Superstar, House Party, Hot Date, <laughs> and then finally a deluxe edition that, like, had all of that shit. It just... um That's for one game, and I think The Sims 2 came out like a couple years later. <laughs> it's like once The Sims existed, there have been people that have never stopped working on The Sims. I
1: mean, you know, when I was a virgin, you know, back then, <laughs> those just sound like chapters that would be in my autobiography. You know, Hot Date, Living at Large. Yeah, like, superstar? <laughs> yes, yeah, Superstar. Making Magic. Like, oh, I love that Making Magic um, one, though, because you just got to like well, I feel, oh, you went to, like, an underworld or something like that. Oh, really? Fact, if I remember it correctly, and you just learned witchcraft and stuff like that, and then obviously Harry Potter came out and everyone was all over
0: it. Mm, I don't think I ever played any of these, unless I had some sort of sims that just has a lot of the dlc you know already what, there.
1: john you might have lost your virginity and then just like you know what, <laughs> why, why am i doing
0: this nowhere nowhere near 2000 <laughs> yeah, let me tell you that i mean granted though i was like you i bought sims 4 over lockdown and i will say the customizability has is like greatly improved yeah um, yeah like you can literally have like person character traits like aspirations like passions it, it shit like that as well as like all the original stuff being expanded upon
1: yeah and like well they have mods now as well where you can just make yourself like seven feet tall or something <laughs> and you know and just make yourself a really fat guy which you know i absolutely love because why would you not want to do that
0: yeah of but, course uh, yeah um no i was just really impressed by how it looked although it was so you played it like recently then
1: I, I played it over lockdown, yeah. Because, you know, when lockdown came, I was like, oh, you know what? Now I'm going to play Sims because I no longer have a life. And it was like...
0: Yeah, how depressing was that, by the way? <laughs>
1: it was really depressing. Like,
0: my Sim was out doing comedy sets. <laughs> and I was, like, locked away. I couldn't do any comedy sets. And then he'd bomb and I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> but you would also, like, weirdly feel engaged to them. Like, oh, I know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it was it was very strange explaining that I made me and my girlfriend in like in our little house or whatever. And it was cool. I don't know it, it is always fun man, especially cuz like I like the storyline progression aspect and stuff yeah. like that, but she really likes like designing the house and stuff and like <laughs> yeah. buying the furniture and which to me was like I don't know. And I I sort of build a hovel like a Chandler and Joey style like like a man cave. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a canoe in the middle of the room. Yeah. Uh, but she, like, you know, actually made it, like, a cool-looking house and shit like that. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: just organized, I guess, isn't she, yeah.
0: I bet, like, we talked about it earlier, but I bet you could, like, teach interior design or shit like that with a game like this, like...
1: Yeah, you, like, yeah, you definitely could. I mean, you know, game designers are, like, some of the smartest people in the world, I guess, aren't they, like, these mm. days, like, so, yeah, definitely. Well, it, I guess for, like, some people, it probably... Like, you know, if you were a kid, I mean, that was probably when you decided that you wanted to be an interior designer from playing The Sims. I mean, it's like football games, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't know, because I've never been a Minecraft fan. I don't like sandbox games in general. And when I was playing Sims 4, I put, like, a few weeks into it, but yeah. with, with no purpose or... No, no. Like, even less than The Sims 2, which I, I actually did feel when there was, like, a linear or a finish line. Yeah,
1: well, I feel like, with <laughs> especially with sandbox games... There's, like, a level, isn't there? Like, Mm. on Minecraft, I, like, see headlines, like, someone's made Minas Tirith, like, Mm. and taken about 30 days out of their life to do it, and you're just like, yeah, but why would you do that? Like, it's (laughs) impressive, but, man, I'd go maybe visit it once, but, Mm. you know. um,
0: There's things like that where I'm like, I'm, if anything, it's one of those things, if you can think of it, it's probably happened. And I'm glad that there's just people willing to dedicate literally their entire lives to, like... Incredible feats of video gaming.
1: It's it's impressive. Like I wouldn't but <laughs> no. no
0: like there's that guy who was doing a Dark Souls Like all of the Dark Souls in a row without getting hit run I mean, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like he must have literally spent the last <laughs> Since those games came out learning to do that. Like that's his whole life since oh, those games have come out. Oh man it's
1: just social media for you, I guess, isn't it? You, you, I mean, to be fair, you could post something like that out and it'll get like a million views, so it, it might be worth it in a way, but...
0: Yeah, that's the thing, it's financially incentivized. Yeah. But and but people act like this just happens just because they're seeing it for the first time. But It's like when, te- when they start doing, like, Tetris tournaments all over the States, people came out of the fucking woodworks as like... Really? All I've been doing is playing Tetris <laughs> for the last however long. Yeah, like masters at it. And it's just that's always existed. If you create something, people will like lives are almost lost to every single game that comes out. If you think about it, yeah, not lost, but I mean, yeah, no, if that's what you do, and and a game with no finish line like this, like like I said at the beginning, I bet there's people who never stop playing The Sims One. Yeah, still have files going from like day one. (laughs) Yeah, which is crazy to think about um i had a few gameplay things here yeah so the first one was point and click you just point where you guys go and click there yeah. if you remember the second one it's actually controlled by the analog sticks and the arrows and i didn't know until i looked this up but apparently that's a huge point of contention in the sims <laughs> universe no
1: i don't i don't know if i'm, I'm onto that or well, maybe i am but why was it a huge contention well just
0: because everyone's like well it's supposed to be a computer game computers are point and click but I, yeah, I don't know. For me, if I'm playing on a console, obviously the answer here is to just offer both. Like, yeah. in my mind, you can just pick off the top. Yeah. But if I'm playing on a console, which I sort of preferred on the PS2, I will say Sims 2 is like my peak for Sims. Like, yeah. I don't know if I've made that yeah. clear enough on the podcast yet.
1: No, I, I, well, I think it's like that for most Sims fans, isn't it? Like, that's... That's sort of when they gained probably the most wide, like, mainstream kind of fan base, wasn't it?
0: Mm. Well, and that typically happens. It's sort of like with The Witcher 3. It's like, the computer only has a certain limit. Like, there are people that will not play video games on computers to this day. Plenty of them. (laughs) So, to move from just the computer to, like I said, Sims 2 was on PS2. Yeah. And then you start seeing it on the shelves that people weren't looking at before. Oh, uh, God.
1: And... Yeah, no. You know what? I remember Um. I actually got a Sims on on the Game Boy Advance. And oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't
0: even know that was released.
1: Well, because the Sims on PS2 and Game Boys were mm-hmm. actually all story-driven. Mm-hmm. So, like, they weren't like the Sims on, um, you know, on the PC. Like, you had missions and things like that. Like, you grew up on a farm. And you could like ride a bike, but they were absolutely yeah, they were they were pretty terrible. it sounds honest. like junk. It was it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Another thing here is that, like the clock is constantly going in the game, uh, which the thing this game creates a level of stress that I can't really like put my finger on describing it, but just like like I said, when you've got a bunch of needs that need to get met and the shifts coming up, and like <laughs> yeah. you you want to cook something, and then you gotta clean something. Like oh it it really can pile up and feel like overwhelming at points.
1: Yeah, because like, oh, the thing that stressed me out with those promotions and it is that time thing is that you get a new promotion mm. And then they'd be like, right, you need this level of creativity or or this level of book learning. And then you're just trying to cram all that in. Mm -hmm. And then by then, you've got a wife and kids because you thought, oh, that's not going to change life at all, is it? (laughs) And then you're just, like, crying and, yeah, and then they turn your electricity off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, the idea of getting married, I mean, to me it was huge because I was, like, (laughs) 11 or 12, right? So girls were still, like, an elusive entity.
1: It's just the fact that you're
0: saying... (laughs) What?
1: Get married at
0: twelve, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm um, for a kid. You're like this is you know it, yeah. it's what you think about and like I remember that being like this crazy thing that you could actually like court people and then yeah like
1: I mean I guess for a kid like you always wanna you always wanna be older don't you? Mm-hmm. So then like I guess like say if we're married in like five years time or something not putting any pressure on you there Jordan. but you know would we end up going back playing sims and just be like no mm. i'm gonna be single i'm gonna i'm gonna have my man cave and i'm just gonna be single for the rest of my life just to see what it's like
0: you know? <laughs> yeah that's true too um I, it's funny too because i just remembered this but when you do get married since you never leave the house you literally just like oh yeah both your sims will whip on like a tuxedo and wedding dress and like <laughs> Just privately elope to themselves, <laughs> yeah. like without a minister or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, it's like your birthday as well. Um, <laughs> like I
1: think one of my Sims forgot to tell people. No. Because your wife or someone has to throw the other person a birthday. Right. And, like, I just forgot to do it. Mm -hmm. And then it just came up saying Paul had a birthday, but nobody came. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my
0: God. I mean, it's just real life, but it's just the saddest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) That is such a bummer, dude. And you know, because your sim's, like... You know, they've built emotions into him. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, upset.
1: Yeah, they're, like, you know, they've put in, like, proper mental health stuff into the new um, into the new Sims games. Really? Yeah, it's like, yeah, because you can get, like, depressed and things like that on it. So it's, like, it's, like, really
0: yeah. 21st century stuff. It's like Jordan flushed his bipolar medication <laughs> down the toilet. And now he's going to work with a hatchet. <laughs> it's like, whoa, Sims got real. <laughs> That is bad. fucked though man. <laughs> yeah, I d- it's fucked. Because you you wonder with like the level of stuff like this. Like obviously it's a life simulator, but yeah. if your sims could get like cancer or whatever, it would be like I don't need to see that in a video game I mean, personally. I- I don't think we should be saying this because
1: they'll have ideas for, like, Sims 5. <laughs> yeah, that's an expansion tech <laughs> and with COVID that, and diseases. And that's where, like, medical, like, professors <laughs> will learn how to deal with cancer and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? is like, there is a level of realism that's very cool, even, like, when it's a negative part, like, bills or whatever. Yeah. But then there's also a whole other level where it's like, well, I don't need that. And I don't, it, they could almost bog it down or, like, I think they found the right line is what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Especially like with, um, so are you on to the fact that you'll get a laptop or something like that, and every now and then it'll just break, you know, like a virus or something right. like that. It's like the most realistic thing, but you'll just see your Sim just smacking <laughs> the laptop, and you're like, yeah, that's what I do.
0: Well, they even add the realism of death like you oh, can die and and yeah. he shows up like the like a literal grim reaper with a sickle will show up.
1: Yeah. And then you put them like in a mini graveyard because by this time about six family members have died
0: <laughs> and they all come back as ghosts. Yeah, just like the wedding. Your grave you can't leave so you bury people <laughs> yeah. in the backyard and no one ever bothers to investigate or anything. I guess it's not that realistic. No, it's not. <laughs> But it, it's funny that, like, okay, death is probably the most seriously negative thing they tackle, and they choose yeah. to do it in a pretty positive light. Like, not positive, but it's, it's done for humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the first time you see the death show up, it's, like, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, um, the sex, well, the sex, they call it woohoo. Right. And it's like done in in five minutes, and you're just like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apart from like all the fireworks that come out of the bed. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? It got weirdly graphic as the games progressed. Like, Sims 1, I can't remember what sex was on that game, but it was just like under the covers. Whereas now, it's like all blurred out and stuff, and it's just a bit.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like they forget what they're trying to be sometimes. It's like, is this a kid's game still? (laughs) Yeah, like, there's
1: definitely. There's definitely, like, 25%, like, of the Sims population that play it. They're definitely, like, weirdos with, like, some thrills that they just want to throw out there. But mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, as we get into, the, I call it the legacy factor. I do this for every right. game we talk about. One thing I was going to say that marks this one is, like, the online community and following is pretty huge and, like, pretty rabid. Because uh, I, I made a Reddit, like, recently and was just trying to join some video different video game forums that I was playing. And I got to The Sims when I had to leave after, like, two days. I'm like, man, all my whole feed is just Sims creations.
1: Well, yeah, they're, like... I mean, fair play to them. They are passionate, but they are, like, passionate. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you get...
0: Like, in a negative way.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, like, like they own the game. They're just, like, standing out the headquarters. Just like, nah, we own the game now, man, you know? Uh, yeah.
0: No, I, I mean... Whatever, do your thing, right? But yeah, when yeah. I see infighting or like shit like that, when I'm like, people arguing it about the same way you'd argue about like a vaccine passport or something, yeah. I'm like, man, this is your biggest priority. It's
1: it's weird. It gets weird, mm-hmm. but I like g-
0: any community big enough, I guess. I yeah, I
1: guess when when you have a fan base that have based their whole life about. Not having a life, like their (laughs) life is in the game. I guess that's just what's gonna happen because for them, it's like well, it's real life, isn't it? That's
0: interesting. I wonder if there is like that level of disassociation. Probably. Like like, this life no longer matters.
1: Like if you start, if they just started adding like you know a national insurance hike, but in the actual game, (laughs) that's what they'd protest against. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh man, I would love a COVID expansion. (laughs) The more I think about it, it just would be hilarious. It'd be horrible, but it would be hilarious. And how the Sims react, and like, yeah, there'd be (laughs) anti-maskers and shit like that. Uh, You could choose if you're an anti-masker or not. Because in real life, I followed all the protocol, but in The Sims, I might just go. I might rebel a bit, dude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I also have written here, this is a cash cow that will never run out of milk. Like, I didn't like The Sims 4, but I still bought it, just based on the name and the amount of people that are buying every single expansion. Like I said in the lead-up, like, one just released in July. <laughs> like, Fuck. and this game came out in 2013, and they released an expansion well, I mean, in July. when you
1: think that, you know, because now, like, games are doing, like, all kinds of crossovers, like films, mm. you know? So they've obviously done the Star Wars thing, and it's like once you go Star Wars, like, they're gonna go Harry Potter and fucking Lord of the Rings, and Mm. you're, they're gonna have those fan bases that are just like, well, you know what? I don't like The Sims, but I love Lord of the Rings. I'd love to live in, like, you know, Osgiliath, you know, being bombed every single Mm. week, but I'd love to go and live there and and be a Sim, so. Well,
0: and what's to stop them from doing The Sims Shire or whatever? (laughs) It's like, after the events of the movies and you just want to chill in the Shire or shit like that. Smoke weed and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but I mean you're you're hard. right once they've opened that forbidden door it's sort of like anything's it's on the like, table you can't go back yeah but it is it is interesting to see yeah i don't know how i even feel about the sims at the end here <laughs> uh it's so, like i it's so easy to see why it succeeded that yeah. compulsion to want to play it when i first saw it like, yeah that's the draw i don't know what you uh, credit that compulsion to yeah plus like you know you don't have to like go to the
1: shops to buy the expansions you can just literally add them. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, and they'll they'll do like deals on them like every now and then. So I guess you know, I guess once they're digital because most of it is digital now,
0: they they don't have to spend that much on it anymore, and so it is it is just a cash cow. Yeah, and share. I mean, well, like I said, that that one had seven ex- seven separate expansions, <laughs> and then a whole other re release called the deluxe edition. They just had uh, yeah. all of it. Yeah, but I'm like even. The Deluxe Edition probably sold a shitload of copies, like, on top of everything else. So, yeah. it's it's crazy. And uh, Sims 5 COVID Edition is just going to sell even more, because
1: now it's just the whole game, but as COVID.
0: Right around the corner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be
0: weird if it switched, where, like, yeah, we're now, lockdown's over in real life, but we go back in the Sims. <laughs> uh, But I, what did I have? Yeah, the other thing is, it's addictive. This game is fucking addictive, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you get in that role of, like, oh, I'm almost at the promotion, and then there's always, like, as much as I say there wasn't, like, goalposts clearly marked, there's always something that you've put in front of you that there's, like, striving towards. It's, you know what
1: it is? It's because you can fast-forward time, but... You know, like in real life where you have to wait about five years to get a promotion and even then you don't even know that that promotion exists. Mm -hmm. On The Sims, you're like, oh shit, I'm going to get a promotion tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The way I know it is because I'm really happy apparently. You know, I've pissed pissed this morning Mm. and I've got (laughs) level eight creativity, which just is not how it works in real life. But it just makes you go, no, I'll play it. I'll play it for the next day and then... You know, by the end of the day, you've wasted about eight hours of your life trying to get, like, this end goal promotion with, like, your family. (laughs) And your kid goes to university.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I guess in closing, what are your thoughts on The Sims? Because the the more I think about it, the more it feels like... I I think the first one is definitely a passion project. I think a lot of heart and soul went into it. Yeah. And I think the second one just built on that. And then I think they sort of lost their way by... Again, I... I don't think we talked about the third at all in here. I don't no. think I don't think I ever played it. I, I think I played it
1: like once. I mean but
0: Any thoughts on it or can you remember anything? Uh,
1: I think it brought in stuff like where you can go to work and things like that, but nothing nothing major, I don't mm-hmm. think. I think I I barely played it.
0: Right. Myself. Yeah, so with four it just feels like I don't know, all the items that are locked away behind paywalls, all this yeah. like this rabid, weird community around yeah. it, none none of the like things i liked about sims 2 story mode are implemented so yeah i just really don't like i guess the the path they've gone down but i think the first two iterations are fucking rock solid and very innovative
1: yeah yeah no i agree it kind of feels like some kind of ceo has just come on and gone yeah this is great but mm. you know let's have a star wars expansion and let's really like do this and that and Oh, we'll throw mental health stuff in there as well because that exists now. And it, yeah.
0: it really, I don't know, you're not a pro wrestling guy, I don't think, but no, but I remember like the games and stuff. But yeah. but WWE's, it's very much like that, is it? Where it's like, yeah, the games used to have heart and soul and the fans uh, love them, uh, and now it's just like, well, this is a thing we need to release every year, yeah, so just some um, we'll put a team on it. <laughs> and, the, and the games are just soulless and cash grabs, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. And I'm not saying that's what Sims 4 was. It did impress me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it just, I wasn't compelled to play it after a while. So I guess in my mind, it's just not as fun a game as the previous ones.
1: Yeah, it's like a nostalgia thing, isn't it? Like, over lockdown, you're like, all right, I can't do my life anymore. Oh, Mm -hmm. I know, I'll just do my life on Sims 4. Because it's like, you know, when your parents used to say... Why are, you, why are you wasting your get, your time playing football on here when you could just go and do it in real life? And then you're like, well, you know, it's the complete opposite now, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, hey, mom, you know, I'm a doctor now on Sims. You know?
0: <laughs> I remember the, the joke that always got me as a kid was that Simpsons episode where it starts with Marge trying to get Lisa and Bart to go clear, trim the lawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the carnival comes to town, so they blow it <laughs> off. And then at the carnival, they find like a lawn trimming simula- <laughs> yeah. simulator. And it's, but it is that, it's like, I completely understand the logic of our parents saying, why would you want to do this? It doesn't make sense. Why not yeah. do it in real life? But unfortunately, as time has proven, and as all these games have proven, this fucking industry of games, it is fun to simulate real life things in a video game in a way that it isn't fun to do in real life. Yeah. So that's just it. Like, I mean, even though those farming games we talked about, like, <laughs> that is the reality. I wouldn't want to farm in real life. <laughs> no. But Stardew Valley's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah yeah so i don't know i guess that is the late the ultimate legacy of this game is the the doors that open i don't know if we see a minecraft without a sims i don't know if we see a lot of games like that without you can you
1: can make like money off them now can't you like it's Mm. it's sort of like a job like um one of my friends was telling me about he knows someone at work that commentates about call of duty and i just said to him Ah, oh, you know what? I want off this planet now. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then he was like, "What's the difference between that and football?" And I'm like, "Well, wow, there's so many differences that I can't even explain it." But
0: but I, I've I've been in that argument before too. I draw the line when they call themselves like athletes or whatever, <laughs> oh uh, like or they call it no, they will call it a sport, like gaming a sport. I'm like, fuck off, it's not. But it doesn't have to be. Like, it's yeah. cool that it's not. Like, yeah, it's like calling darts a
1: sport. Yeah. It's just like, well, have you seen some other people? I mean, I I play darts sometimes, but yeah. I, I know what it is, you know?
0: Yeah, you shouldn't be able to do a sport at a professional level with a beer <laughs> gut. It's, it's like,
1: it's like um, do you remember when you used to play, um? you know, when the Wii first came out, Nintendo Wii, and you used to yeah. play tennis, but mm-hmm. then you realized all you had to do was just, like, sort of go like that and just, like, flick your wrist and you could do, like, a fucking... Perfect serve or something like that. That mm. was, you know, that was it.
0: It's like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh that's all we gotta say about the Sims. Unless you had any closing thoughts on it. Um, um I feel like we covered it.
1: I feel like we've covered a lot there, Jordan.
0: Beautiful. Like, yeah. All right, well with that being said, do you have anything to plug or get out there before you said you got a show coming up? Uh yeah,
1: I've got a show. It's coming to the Lowry Theatre on October the second at eight o'clock. It's called A Little Bit Sketchy a sketch show slash comedy it's my first it's my first show so yeah come along if you can um yeah little bit sketchy to uh saturday night lowry october 2nd
0: hell yeah and as always i'm jordan Ducharme charm at funny jordan d on instagram follow at goyl on twitter making some funny video game tweets and tell your friends about this podcast get the word out there and uh, yeah we'll see you next. Week.